فؤادك الأيام فاتقوا وقد وقع إجماع الأمة على أن من أنكر البعث كفر وقتل. So the Sheikh رحمه الله تعالى he's saying that a unanimous consensus has come in place. The Ummah have unanimously agreed upon that anybody who rejects the resurrection, he is a disbeliever and he is fought with, he is killed. So the Ijma' in this Ummah is one of the Mazdaru Talaqi, it's one of the sources we take our evidences from. Allah Taala says in the Quran, وَمَنْ يُشَاقِقِ الرَّسُولَ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا تَبَيَّنَ لَهُ الْهُدَى وَيَتَّبِعْ غَيْرَ السَّبِيلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَلِّهِ مَا تَوَلَّهُ نُسْلِهِ جَهَنَّمُ وَسَاتِ مَصِيرًا So that ayah is the evidence for what? Ijma'ah. The ayah clearly says, وَمَنْ يُشَاقِقِ الرَّسُولَ Anyone who diverts from the Prophet's path. So pay, look, pay attention. Allah says, وَمَنْ يُشَاقِقِ الرَّسُولَ The Prophet. مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا تَبَيَّنَ لَهُ الْهُدَى After the evidence becomes clear to you, you go against what? You go against the message of Allah's path. Then Allah didn't just specifically mention the Prophet alone. He added something else to it. And goes against which path as well? غَيْرَ سَبِيلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ The path of the believers. As a whole. Al-Mu'mineen means all the Mu'mineen. نُوَلِّهِ مَا Allah will allow you to go with whatever you went with. Whatever path you've taken, be with it, inshaAllah. But what will happen the Day of Judgment? نُوَلِّهِ مَا تَوَلَّى وَنُسْلِهِ جَهَنَّمَ will be made, he's a boat. وَسَاءَتْ One of the ayats that show ijma' is the evidence which is what? Allah Taala he says, فَإِنْتَنَا زَعْتُمْ فِي شَيْءٍ فَرُدُّوهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَالرَّسُولِ if you guys dispute one another in a matter, bring it back to who? Allah and His Messenger. So this ayah shows that bringing it back to Allah's Messenger is when? When there is a dispute that lies. What about there is, when there is no dispute? So there are times when there's no disputes. And those times when there is no dispute is a mahalu ijma'ah. The ummah unanimously agreeing on this issue. So that ayah also shows ijma'ah is a, which, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a it's evidence that we do need to do it. But we have to follow. The ijma'ah. There are ayat more. ولذلك this ayah وَمَنْ يُشَاقِقِ الرَّسُولَ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا تَبَيَّنَ لَهُ الْهُدَى وَيَتَبَعِ غَيْرَ سَبِيلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ نُوَلِّهِ مَا تَوَلَّهُ وَنُسْلِهِ جَهَنَّمَ وَسَاءَتْ مَصِيرًا Was an ayah that Imam al-Shafi'i tired him. A man came up to Imam al-Shafi'i rahimahullah ta'ala and he argued with him and he said to Imam al-Shafi'i where is the evidence for ijma'ah? Where is the evidence for consent? That we accept the consent of the Muslims. That we consent of the ulama. Where's your evidence on that? Imam al-Shafi'i said give me days I'll come back to you. Shafi'i read the Qur'an so many times, multitude, multiple times, and he couldn't find it. He got confused. The man came to him and said, come back to me another time. He went back again, Imam Shafi'i read it from back to front again. And he came on this ayah and he stopped there. And he realized it's in this ayah. Another ayah that shows ijma' is evidence which is what? Allah says, وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةً وَسَطَى مَمَعَنَا وَسَطَى Allah explains it later for us. وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةً وَسَطًا لِتَكُونُ شُهَدَةً عَلَى النَّاسِ Witnesses over other people. Our testimony as this Ummah Muhammadiyya as a whole is taken into consideration the Day of Judgment. So why not in this dunya? Nabiullahi Adam, Nabiullahi, sorry, Nuh alayhi salam will say, Oh Allah, I conveyed my message. Adam, it will be said to Nabiullahi Nuh, Who's your evidence that you conveyed your, your proof to the Ummah? Your Ummah. Where's your evidence that you conveyed the message? And he will say, Ummah Muhammad. Well, Muhammad wasn't there, they, they have the text for it. So he will use us as a what? As a reference point. So the ijma' of this ummah, and wallahi, I tell you this. Anyone who tries to say ijma' has no place is a person who wants to get the Qur'an and the sunnah 
and understanding according to his own hawa. You know what the ijma' does? The ijma' it gets rid of anybody who wants to bring his own understanding and introduces it. It says, sorry, you don't have no place. The Ummah unanimously agreed upon this understanding, sorry. He wants to say, now that doesn't have no weight, let me, let me contribute my thoughts into it. And it's one of the ways to what? To break the back of the Sharia. When a person wants to say, Ijma' has no place, it's a way to strip Islam uh, and destroy this religion. That's what it is. And who is the first person who wrote this idea? Uh, that Ijma' are the Zanadiqa. There was Zanadiqa, Kuffar, Malahida, who brought these thoughts forward. Who wanted what? They wanted to understand the Quran according to their own hawa, their own whims and desires. For example, today, can anybody say that the Salat, the Salah, is there a dispute that the five daily prayers, Dhuhr, Asr, Maghrib, Isha, and Fajr, is there any dispute that it's wajib? What's your evidence that if a person comes up to you and says to you, if Dhuhr is wajib, it's khilaf. Or he comes up to you and says to you, prove to me Dhuhr is wajib. And when you bring him the ahadith, which clearly state to pray five daily prayers, he say to you, this command is amrul, amrul istihbab. It's, it's, it's a command which shows recommendation. So recommendation, no, it's not obligatory. And all the nas you bring him, he throws it. The only answer you can give him is what? Ijma'ul ummah. Mun'aqid. The ummah is una they unanimously came together that the five daily prayers are wajib. And if you go against it, kafirun billahi al-aliyul You're a kafir, you're a disbeliever. By going against this unanimous agreement of the ummah that they unanimously agreed upon these five daily prayers. Anything after that, there's a mahalu khilaf. Is tahiyyatul masjid wajib or not? There's no ijma' that can stop you. There is views that are out there that say that it's not. And there are views that say it is. Do you see, the, do you see how, do you understand? So this is how people try to play with the matter of ijma'. And you see the ulama in every book, fiqh, aqidah, usul, even in aqaid matters. Huh? When they write their books of aqaid, Shaykh al-Islam Taymi, when he finishes aqidah, he mentions at the ending that this is this book he wrote, everything he said is ijma'ul ummah. The aqidah to us, everything in it is the ijma'ah of the unanimous firqa to najiyah. Ahlul sunnah unanimously agreed upon this. You can't go against this book. Aqidah to Allah Does that make sense? Naam. So ijma' is a masdar min masadir al-talaqi. It's a source from the source in which we take our religion from. Al-kitabu was sunnah. Qiyas is disputed. Qiyas, analogy, can it be taken on board or not? It's disputed while Qawlul Rajah is taken on board. As long as it's what? Qiyas, which is Sahih, all of his conditions are met. The illa, the asal, the hukum, uh, the fara' are all in place. The four conditions of it are in place. As for the ijma', it's taken on board. It is taken on board. And if you follow up this argument that ijma' has no place, you will find out that these people, they go back to who? Who do they put their cell? Who's, who's the, who, whose chain of narration do you come back to regarding them? Zanadiqa. Zanadiqa are who? Zanadiqa are people who showed Islam, had kufr in their hearts. Zindiq means, whenever you hear that word zindiq, is a person who is what? A heretic. It's a person who shows Islam. Yudhirul Islama wa yubtinul kufr. When he has in his heart kufr. Naam. So the ijma' of the ummah is unanimously in agreement. Anyone who rejects al-ba'ath, resurrection, he's a kafir. That's ijma'. I can't today come and say, I disagree, my evidences are this, my evidences are that. No. Waqutila, and he's killed. Ijma'. Mahalu ijma'. Anyone who rejects it. Hey? Walaw qala 
La ilaha illallah. Even if he says La ilallah. If somebody says La ilaha illallah and he says I don't believe resurrection, he is killed as a kafir. Not as killed as a, as a Muslim who's fallen into a, a major sin. He's not killed a capital punishment only. He is killed. The killing here right now is what? That he's a murtad. He left Islam. Naam. So the Sheikh now is saying then, how is the situation like? A person who's made besides Allah ilah. He worships besides Allah ilah. What the one who says, La ilaha illallah. He doesn't worship besides Allah ilah. He just says, Akhi, when we become this son, how are we going to be resurrected? Akhi, come. Look at a human being. He's finished. The earth ate him. How is he going to come back to life? I can't believe that. I don't, I don't really think so. Kafir billahi al azim He's a kafir. Then what do you think of a person who goes to an idol? goes to a graveyard and he worships the one that's in the grave and he's calling on to him, he's begging him. How is the situation of a one who calls on to and worships besides Allah? The answer here right now is what? They're not equal. The one who disbelieved in the ba'ath is less. Are you with me? It's less in terms of what he said. Like what, we, what do we believe? Al-kufru millatun wahida. Kufr is one religion. Naam. فَإِنْ قُلْتَ قَدْ أَنْكَرَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ عَلَىٰ أُسَامَةَ قَتَلَهُ لِمَنْ قَالَ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ He said, Shaykh Rahimahullah said, فَإِنْ قُلْتَ فَإِنْ قُلْتَ If you say in, in response to what I've just said to you, and you try to uh, uh, retaliate with me by saying this, ha, that the Prophet rejected, showed disapproval, of what Usama ibn Zaydin did after he killed the man who said La ilaha illallah. Now pay attention to this. If a person says to you La ilaha illallah, asama minhu his blood is sacred from you, and his wealth is sacred from you, and he's, whether he's lying or not is between him and Allah. But if that individual comes with a naqid, so something that nullifies that La ilaha illallah, that La ilaha illallah is a mujarradi da'wah. It's mere claim. It's a what? It's a mere claim. So the Shaykh Rahimahullah Ta'ala is saying that if you push the argument onto me and say that Usama ibn Zaydin was taught, was the Prophet spoke harshly against him, the act he did, uh, until Usama ibn Zayd said, Tamannaytu, I wish that day. Anni ma aslamtu qabla. That I never took Islam before that day. I wish I became Muslim that day. That was my first day I came into Islam. This never happened. When Ali and Muawiyah were fighting, he never participated. He didn't participate. He kept his hands back. He knew what he did. He didn't want to do it again. Usama, did you kill him after he said, La ilaha illallah? Usama kept his hands back. Bukhari narrated in his Sahih that Usama ibn Zaydin, a gift was Hassan. And Hussein, they sent a gift to Usama ibn Zayd because Ali refused to give anything to him. He said, Usama, you and I were very close. We grew up together. Huh? And what, you do, what did you do? You didn't come and participate and be with me. Usama said something very powerful. He said, Ya, ya Abul Hussein, Ya Abul Hassan, sorry. Abul Hassan, Ali ibn Talib. If you entered the mouth of a lion and you slept, you slept in the cheek of a lion, I would go in, in, in there with you. Ali, if you go into the cheek of a lion and you go in the mouth of a lion, I would go in there with you. But I can't spill the blood of a believer. That one I can't, I cannot aid you with. I cannot support you in this. 
So the matter of blood that people take very lightly today for somebody to be dead, killed. And that blood spills. The Messenger sallallahu he said to the Kaaba, ma a'adhamaki, ma ashrafaki. Oh Kaaba, what is greater than you? What is more better than you? Illa damru al-Muslim, except the blood of the believer. The Prophet sallallahu said in the hadith, la zawalu dunya indallahi ahwanu min qatlu mru'in Muslim. The whole universe, the whole world, world to perish, to go, is less in the eyes of Allah than a blood of a believer to spill on the floor. All this blood that's pouring on the streets in Gaza, Palestine, in Syria, in there and there. To Allah, it means a lot. This is a blood that Allah Taala for the whole entire world to go. Now, if, imagine this: if some enemies today came and they attacked the Kaaba, if some people went out today and they attacked the Kaaba, and they went towards the Kaaba to destroy the Kaaba, what would you think that the Muslims would do? What will the Muslims do as a whole if they knew that the Kaaba was being attacked? Somebody wants to go and destroy the Kaaba. The Muslims as a whole would try to fight and retaliate and not accept that. Well, this Kaaba destroying in the eyes of Allah is less than one blood of a Muslim to spill. So, la ilaha illallah means Allah. So, the Shaykh is saying, if somebody comes up to me and says to me, Usama ibn Zaydin radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he uh, killed the man after he said la ilaha illallah. So, if you bring that type of argument forward to me, and you say that, which is known in the books of Hadith and Sirah, uh-huh. كَمَا هُوَ مَعْرُوفٌ فِي كُتُبِ الْحَدِيثِ وَالسِّيرَةِ قُلْتُ لَا شَكَّ أَنَّ مَنْ قَالَ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ مِنَ الْكُفَّارِ حُقِنَ دَمُهُ وَمَالُهُ حَتَّى يَتَبَيَّنَ مِنْهُ مَا يُخَالِفُ مَا قَالَهُ وَلِذَا, ولذا أَنْزَلَ اللَّهُ فِي قِسَّةِ مُحَلِّمِ, محلم بْنِ جَثَّامَةِ يا أيها الذين آمنوا إذا ضرب ضربتم في سبيل الله فتبينوا. The Sheikh رحمه الله said I will reply to the argument of yours by saying to you, no doubt, لا شك أن من قال لا إله إلا الله anyone who says لا إله إلا الله من الكفار from the disbelievers حقن دمه وماله his blood his wealth all of them are safe and protected no one can touch it until what. Until it becomes clear that he opposes what he had just said. And that's very powerful. That la ilaha illallah, the way you can come into Islam by saying it, there's a way to exit it and leave it as well. So the mere saying of it is not enough. Pay attention. Now there is ghulu, there's ifarat and tafrit. There's extreme by some people who go extreme this way and there's some people who go extreme the other way. A people who don't, if you say La ilaha illallah, he still doesn't see you as a Muslim. If you say La ilaha illallah, don't, I don't believe you're a Muslim. I think you're lying. Those are ghulu. There's another extreme which is what? A person comes with naqid min nawaqid al-Islam. A nullifier that nullifies your Islam and he tells you, Akhi, you're still a Muslim because you said La ilaha illallah. Don't worry, La ilaha illallah will protect you. La ilaha illallah will stand up for you the day of judgment. And ghulu. So, and both of them are what? Both parties are blameworthy. It's incorrect. La ilaha illallah, saying it, if you come with what nullifies it, you come with shirk al-akbar, your la ilaha illallah is gone. It doesn't exist. It's gone. And he said also the evidence for that is that the clarification has to be done and that we, if you come huh, with what opposes it after we verified, he said the evidence for that is the 
سبب نزول الآية This ayah يا أيها الذين آمنوا إذا ضربتم في سبيل الله فتبينوا This ayah in Surah Nisa ayah 94 The Sheikh said it came down on the story of a man by the name of Muhallim Ibn Jathamah Now that name Muhallim Muhallim Ibn Jathamah Bukhari Muslim narrated the story first of all The sub nuzul is mentioned by Bukhari and Muslim but they did not mention the name of this Sahabi, Muhallim ibn Jathama. So they didn't mention sorry, the name of this individual, Muhallim ibn Jathama. They mentioned it in another riwayah, Imam Ahmad mentioned it. Imam Ahmad's riwayah mentioned it, and in the chain of Imam Ahmad, one is Mudarib. There's a contradiction. There's a contradiction. Naam. فأمرهم الله تعالى بالتثبتي Allah ordered them, subhanahu wa ta'ala, بِالتَّثَبُّتِ to verify. في شَأْنِ in the affairs of anyone who says لا إله إلا الله. Verify. فَإِن تَبَيَّنَ الْتِزَامُهُ لِمَعْنَاهَا كَانَ لَهُ مَا لِلْمُسْلِمِينَ If it becomes clear that he's, he's sticking to what the meaning of لا إله إلا الله is, he sticks to it and he doesn't go out of it. He has what the Muslims have. Meaning he, wherever the Muslims are going to get, he gets it with them. Wherever the Muslims don't get, he doesn't get with them. He's part of the Muslim. And it's upon him what, what's upon the Muslims. The zakat they have to pay, he has to pay it with them. Whatever ghalaim and booties which they get, he gets it with them. He's from the Muslims. If it becomes clear that he's upon, opposite to what he just said. Yeah. If it becomes clear, his opposition of what he said, then he said, His blood is not secreted. And his wealth. By just the mere fact of saying it. That won't help you. Mere fact of saying it, it won't help you. And that is the same as everybody who shows Tawheed. We have to withhold from him. Anyone who shows Tawheed, La ilaha illallah, Muhammad al-Rasulullah, stay away from him. He's a Muslim, you need to respect him as a Muslim, give him the rights as a Muslim. Unless it becomes clear to you that he is upon opposite to the utterance of the word. If it becomes clear. لم تنفعه هذه الكلمة بمجردها. This word, by its mere essence, it won't benefit him. ولذلك لم تنفع اليهود يهودا. And it didn't benefit the Jews. ولا نف ولا نفعت الخوارج مع من من ضم إليها من العبادة التي يحتقر الصحابة عبادة. And the Khawarij, it didn't benefit them, the excessive ibadah which they came with. It didn't benefit them. In which the Prophet said that the Sahabas would belittle their own ibadah in comparison to their ibadah. Rather the Prophet ordered them to be killed, the Khawarij. The Prophet said, if I meet the Khawarij and I see them, 
لأقتلنهم لأقتلنهم قتل عاد I will kill them like the people of Ad I mean when the Prophet said I'm going to kill them like the people of Ad is like I will I will take them off the face of this earth I think they call it genocide right there won't be I will cleanse them off the face of this earth they won't ever exist anymore if I ever see the Khawarij I won't let any one of them walk around each and every one of them now the Kuffar even you can't do that to them you can't kill all the Kuffar you fight with some, some you give them jizya and you force jizya on them. Some of them you could do uhud and uqud, oaths and vows and contra contracts and they're different phases. They are killed by an Islamic state. They are fought with and they're killed. That is after they oppose some of the legislation. They didn't even oppose everything. They only oppose some of the legislation. And they are the evilest people to be ever killed under the sky. The worst people. They are the most evilest people to be killed under the sky. They're the worst people. As the evidences have shown. There are a lot of evidences. From those evidences is what? The narration of Imamat al-Bahili, when he saw them all on the ground. And then he said to them, Kilabu, Kilabu nar You guys are the dogs of the hellfire. To all of them on the ground, as they were dead. And then the narrator, he said to Abu Madimat al-Bahili, Asamaitaha min Rasulillah. Are you saying this from your own self, or did you hear the Prophet say this? And he looked, and he said, destruction is on me. If I am one who says things from his own self, I heard it from the messenger, not once, not twice, not three times, but so many times. That they are the dogs of the hellfire. So evidences, and Abu Mamat al-Bahiri ordered huh, for all of them to be thrown into the well, not to be buried like the Muslims. They were taken and they were all thrown into the well. So there was never, within Islamic time, there wasn't. وَلِذَلِكَ عَلِي بْنَ أَبِي الطَّالِبِ When he killed them, he prostrated to Allah. سُجُودُ الشُّكُرُ He thanked Allah that he destroyed these people. لِأَنَّ these people, Muhammad Nasr al-Marwazi in his kitab ta'adhim al-Qadr al-Salah. Imagine this. A man comes into the masjid. Muhammad Nasr al-Marwazi. He mentions this in his book ta'adhim al-Qadr al-Salah. A man comes into the masjid. Before he comes into the masjid, this man, the sahabas, used to always tell the Prophet about this man to the Prophet. Ya Rasulullah, there's this man, ibadah, ta'a, righteousness. He's an amazing individual, amazing individual. They described him to the Prophet, the Prophet somehow could not realize who he was. He said, I don't know, I don't know who he is. As they were talking, he came in. They said, Ya Rasulullah, there he is, there he is. The Prophet looked at him and he said, he's a health man from the hellfire. He's on his face. Shaitan lies on his face, he's a man from the hellfire. That when the man passed by, the Prophet said, who's going to take the responsibility of going and killing that man? Who's going to go and go kill him? Abu Bakr stood up and he went. He went over him and he saw the man standing and praying in the Salah. He came back, he said, Ya Rasulullah, the man is in the Salah. How am I going to kill him? The Prophet said, who's going to go and kill him? Umar went, he saw him and he was in sujood. 
عمر كاين باقي سيدي رسول الله ذا مان از ان سوتفوت اقرب ما يكون لعبد ربه وهو ساجد ذا تخامل السابر از ذا موست كلوزست تو الله ذا بروفيت الله عليه وسلم علي فولنتيرلي سيدي رسول الله ايم غانا جو اند كيل ام غانا كيل ذيس جاي ذا بروفيت اي دونت ثينك يو غانا جو اند ريتش هيم وين يو وين يو جو ذير يو نوت غانا فايند هيم سو علي وينت اند هي ديدنت فايند ذا مان وين علي كيم باك ذا بروفيت علي سيدي رسول الله كونت فايند هيم ذا بروفيت سيد اف يو كيلد هيم ذات وود هاف بين ان اند اوف ا فتنه to kill that man when you got rid of him khawarij and khubth and evil will not stop carried on in another riwayah Abu Nasr al-Marwazi brings different narrations in another riwayah he brings that the Prophet he voluntarily showed the sahabas why this man is a man who deserves to be killed so he asked the man he said to him when you came to us and you saw us sitting down did you think to yourself that you were better than everyone in this gathering he said yes who's, who's part of the gathering Nabiullah Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa He believes he's more closer to Allah than the Prophet. He believes he's standing up for the Sharia. He's making the religion up. He's standing, he loves the religion than everyone else. And he's looking at, so kafara billah, kafir. The Prophet was killing him kafir. So what does that show you brothers? What does that show? <coughs> that these people, these signs and these alamat that the people get the issue of the khawarij reached haddu tawatur the narrations are more than hundreds they are more than what? hundred narrations regarding their affairs and there is no group in which the Prophet was explicit in the way he spoke about than the khawarij so there are people who can deceive the people of the sunnah they can deceive they can deceive what? the people of the, the lame people of the sunnah people of misakin who mashallah upon the fitrah who aqeed are not corrupt, they can easily get fooled by them. But not by the ulama or rasikhun, not the grounded scholars who know their characteristics and their way they look. So be very careful where you take your knowledge from. And look at what you're learning in mas'ala. Who from the salaf al-salih, from the pious predecessors said this? And who from the sahabas understood the verse like this? But just to take an ayah from the Qur'an and just read the ayah's English translation and to think that you understood it better than everyone before you. Man fahimaha, who understood it in this way? This is the problem with these people. They never brought the matter back to the ulama. Ayah, you read it, bring it to those who know, who studied, who know the qawaid, who know the usul, who know the matters very well, who are from the people of knowledge, and they'll put it in context for you. Now. فَثَبَتَ أَنَّ مُجَرَّدَ قَوْلِ كَلِمَةِ التَّوْحِيدِ غَيْرُ مَانِعٍ مِنْ ثُبُوتِ الشِّرْكِ مَنْ قَالَهَا فثبت it became clear now and it's affirmed أن مجرد كلمة التوحيد دميه pronunciation of the كلمة التوحيد غير مانع من ثبوت الشرك is not a prevention from the shirk being present in you the pronunciation by itself doesn't prevent you from that من قالها لارتكاب ما يخالفها ما يخالفها من عبادة غير الله. When he goes and he commits what? He commits something that opposes it, which is what worshiping besides Allah. That's what he does. ارتكاب means is to commit, is to do. So just the mere pronunciation of لا إله إلا الله is not enough. نعم. فإن قلت if you say to me again, just try to use an argument with me. So now he's making a dialogue, and this is one of the ways a student of knowledge can learn. The Sheikh is teaching you in a way where he, they say and you say. They say and you should say in reply. And this, without, shak, without a doubt, and Imam Shafi'i did that in his book, Al-Risala. His book, Jama'ul Ilm, Jumma'ul Ilm. Uh, both ways it's said. 
he does that. He makes it as a what? Person who's this and this is. There's a book written by Sheikh Abdurrahman Nasir al-Saudi. Rahimahullah. It's called, al, uh, I think it's called Al-Munadharatu fil Thiq, something like that. Where he writes two men discussing this issue. He makes it like two people who are discussing an issue. And mashallah, he, you're learning whilst discussion between two people. So you lead to, he said, okay, what's he going to reply back? Okay, what's he going to reply back with? Okay, what's he going to reply back with? Very well. And this is how it's going now. Now.